Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Podcast Manager Show. In this episode, we are talking about why podcast management is unlike any other freelancing niche. And if you're like most of my students, then you are a freelancer or a virtual assistant and you are looking to niche down either now or eventually. It is such a natural progression when you get into the freelancing space to, you know, you're in the learning phase and you're you're getting real feel for for the world of online business and freelancing. And eventually, as you learn more and more, you realize, you know what, I need to pick something. I need to start becoming known for something. And so that's whenever you are looking for your niche, right? And this might be five minutes into being a virtual assistant. This might be six months into being a virtual assistant or a freelancer. And maybe the first niche that you choose, you realize is not the niche for you. Whatever it may be, in this episode, we're going to talk about why podcast management is different from many other of the popular niches that a freelancer might look at. One of the cool things about podcast management as a niche is that once you choose podcast management, you only have to learn things about podcasting. And this is true for any niche that you choose, but you can really focus just on podcasting And why this is powerful for you is because then you can become the podcasting expert on your client's team. Now, if that word expert feels really far out or maybe even unattainable for you, or you can't even imagine yourself being in a podcasting expert, I totally get where you're coming from. I would have never thought that I was going to be a podcasting expert. You know, I started a podcast knowing nothing back in 2016. And it's been six years. But at the same time, it's been a blink of an eye. (laughs) And so you just you don't want to limit yourself on who you are becoming, right? But with that set aside, when I say that you become the expert in podcasting on a team, that just means that you know more about podcasting than anyone else on the team. You're the go-to. So even if you're new to the space and you don't know that much about podcasting, you still are the go-to person when it comes to the podcasting questions that the client has, that the client's virtual assistant has maybe, you know, other team members, you are the go-to person and you start to build your skills. And you don't have to think about other aspects, right? You can just dive into the podcasting industry and grow your knowledge and your skills in this one thing. One of the things I hear from you guys is that choosing podcast management, it feels like you're niching down too far. Like it's a really small sector of the online business space. But once you do niche down, what I also hear a lot is that you realize there's so many opportunities in this industry, in the podcasting industry, and so much that you can learn. So it's not like you're just learning one specific task. 
you are actually developing many skills and the podcasting space is very big, right? In a really cool way. And it's very, very dynamic. So there's a lot that you can learn. So it's kind of really the best of both worlds, in my opinion. Like you can really learn so much, but at the same time, you're focused on serving podcasters. Best yet, most clients don't have an interest in learning about the podcasting industry. And that's one thing I talk about whenever we're talking about live events or what kind of Facebook groups that you're interacting in is you want to ask yourself, is my client actually in these podcasting spaces? Because 99% of the time, they won't be, right? They're actually looking for you elsewhere to help them start a podcast so they don't have to go to a live event about podcasting. So they don't have to join the Facebook groups about podcasting and figure out everything that involves starting a podcast, right? So if they don't want to really learn all about this new industry and become a podcasting expert themselves, then that makes it really easy for them to say yes to hiring you. So on that same thought that your client doesn't know a lot about the podcasting industry and probably doesn't have a lot of interest in knowing a ton, they don't have like everyday knowledge like they do about social media. Many of us have a working knowledge on Instagram, on Facebook, maybe even LinkedIn, right? Because we're on it for our personal lives. And when we started a business, we got on it. So whenever we want to really use Instagram to grow our business, we might think, well, maybe I can kind of just do this myself because like, I have a working knowledge around it, right? That's not the case when it comes to podcasting. There's very few people that have working knowledge on podcasts. Like unless you went to school, which who goes to school for podcasting, right? I haven't ran into anyone. <laughs> so really very few people have a quote unquote everyday knowledge or a working knowledge on podcasting. Like you actually have to go seek out these skills. So many of our clients haven't seeked out these skills. Instead, they're seeking out someone to help them with it. So that's a very stark difference from social media management or, you know, maybe Pinterest management. I think one of the comparable niches would be YouTube. Most clients wouldn't have an everyday knowledge about how to create a YouTube channel. The thing about YouTube, though, is that it is a lot more effort on the client's part. So they have to be camera ready. They have to have a really great background. They have to deliver in a different way when they're on video. So although I think that YouTube and podcast management, there's some correlation there, I still think podcast management kind of beats it out really for two reasons. Number one, because it's easier for the client to just show up in front of a camera. And number two, because of the intimacy factor of being in someone's ears. There's just this deep connection that they're listening to you while they're going about their everyday life and listening to your voice. There is a connection there that is really unbeatable. Another aspect about podcast management that makes it unlike any other niche is that monthly management is a real no-brainer as a long-term commitment. So when someone starts a podcast, they are not just like trying it out for a month. They're not trying it out for two months. They're not even trying it out for three months, right? They're like, I want to start a podcast and I want this thing to grow. And it's also well known that a podcast is not a quick fix, a quick marketing scheme. It is a long-term commitment. And so whenever you land a client on monthly management, you know that that's where their mindset is at, right? 
At the same time, there are some really great one-time offers that you can focus on as well. So you can have monthly management, which I think is really where you should start your focus is on monthly management because when you have reoccurring income come in, number one, you're getting a ton of experience on the job and you have reliable income. And then you can also add in some one-time offers once you kind of have your business up and you're running. I did do an episode on one-time offers, so you can check that out. But I think monthly management is really where you should start and a no-brainer for a client. The last thing I want to share about the podcasting industry and about podcast management is really how people show up in the podcasting industry, like the vibe of podcasting. So the way I want to explain this to you is by sharing two jobs that I had as a high schooler. So one of my first jobs was working at an ice cream parlor. It was a great job, mainly because the customers that would come to the ice cream parlor, they were happy and excited because they were about to get ice cream. And it was a Friday night, it was a Saturday night, and they were in a good mood. Now, my high schooler mindset thought, well, I'm missing all the football games and I don't want to work nights anymore. I'm going to go get another job. So I went to get another job and I got a job at a bagel shop. And instead, this was early mornings and right after school and people were not showing up in the same way that they showed up at the ice cream parlor. People were showing up for bagels. They were cranky. They hadn't had their coffee yet. The line was long. Everything was inconvenient to people when they showed up to get bagels. And that was a real lesson for me because I thought, wow, these jobs are completely different because of who the customers are. And I think that is the same when it comes to the podcasting industry. People are excited to be in the podcasting industry. People are happy to be there. They think that podcasting is so cool, so fun. It has made a huge impact on their life. I mean, I'm sure you listening, podcasting has already made a big impact on your life because you've learned things and it's encouraged you at times and it's motivated you and all of these cool things that podcasting does. It makes a real positive impact on people. And so therefore, they're excited to be in that circle. Podcasting just has this fun element to it that people feel like they're not working, right? It's like, I'm skipping out of school. I'm like, you know, doing this on my lunch break because I love podcasting. Like podcasting is a joy for people is what I'm trying to kind of get at. And so it's like working at the ice cream parlor versus working at the bagel shop. The bagel shop was like, get people their food, get people their coffee. Let's make some money as a company. The ice cream shop was like a place where people wanted to be. They chose to be, they're excited to be, and they're all enjoying this one thing they love, ice cream or podcasting. So I think that's one of the real things that sets podcasting and podcast management apart is just that feel, the joy that it is to be in the podcasting space. So if you were to ask me, Lauren, do you think that I should become a podcast manager? Do you think that the podcasting industry is growing and it's a place that I need to be in the next couple of years? I would say definitely because of the great opportunities that are in the podcasting industry and how it is a great place to be as a freelancer. If you're feeling hesitant because you don't have the skills to be a podcast manager, don't even worry because none of us did. And by none, I mean 95% of us podcast managers did not have these skills before we decided that we wanted to become podcast managers, which is pretty crazy. But if you are in that position and you don't have the skills yet and you're really just learning how 
can I become a profitable podcast manager? I have a masterclass that teaches you exactly what it takes and explains the mistakes that I made early on when I started my podcast management business and what I see happening right now and maybe some mistakes that you are making. So grab a seat to that masterclass so you can learn how to become a profitable podcast manager without any prior experience. You can grab your seat at laurenwrighton.com forward slash masterclass and you can join me this week. All right, I would love to know what your thoughts are on the podcasting industry, what you thought about this episode and any questions that you have about becoming a podcast manager. Find me on Instagram, slide into my DMs. I am at Lauren Wrighton and I cannot wait to talk to you there. That's it for this week. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.